Welcome back to another episode of Unscripted Exchanges. You know what, Jimmy? I don't know if you hit the record button. Let's uh, let's double check on that, would you? Jimmy. J hit the button, Jimmy. All right, Jimmy got it. All right, we're good. We're I swear. I swear. We're back for oh. another awesome episode. I mean, every episode is awesome, Cole, but uh, these are the best ones, as I like to say, when it's just you and I shooting the shit and just talking about, you know, whatever the hell we want to talk about. Dude, we're not we're not fucking around here. I think I'm gonna <laughs> coin that. Bitching, I think I'm gonna coin, I'm gonna coin that. Now. I feel like uh, someone else might have that trademark, but I could no, be wrong. That's us. Okay. Unscripted hashtag unscripted exchanges. Love it, dude. Going viral. No, I uh, I appreciate Jimmy for getting the recording started. Yeah, thanks, Jimmy. Sorry, we had some mishaps today earlier. You guys are lucky <laughs> you didn't hear us all air because we were ripping into him. Um, yeah, he's probably a little upset right now. But yeah, dude, the energy is high today. What did you think about our last episode? Let's let's let let me ask you your thoughts. Your what's the word I'm looking for? Your uh, very raw, your raw. Like when you when we had that episode with my dad on, what was your like raw reaction to that? We had a big time guest on. That's it it kind of seemed like it. That's didn't it? that's the first thought. Uh, it was really cool to hear uh, his background in terms of where he got to today mm -hmm. and how he got there. Um, I mean, he even caught himself a couple of times. I'm going to be a little critical because this is my raw thoughts. Yeah. He's like, I don't want to get too far into the weeds. And I think there's a couple of times where he was on the yep. fence of getting into the weeds a little bit. But that's that's the thing. As the CEO, like you got to know the ins and the outs. And I mean, he recognizes that, which uh -huh. is great because there are some people, me included, where it's like you're diving into the deep end. And, you know, again, know your audience. And some people might like, I don't really know if I care about that. But right. anyways, great episode. Loved having your dad on. It's remarkable what he's done. Um, I mean, he changed the music industry. You know what he, you know what he said? That's really good, good catch there, loser. <laughs> yeah, that was good. That was really good. Tie that back into episode 50. Thank you very much. I like that. Oh, man, you're on your feet today. I'll tell I, you what. Man. I am. I don't know if it's you take some extra caffeine or it's probably all those supplements you've been taking. Man, it's firing on all cylinders. You know, I thought it was... Um, kind of funny after i had a conversation with him my my initial thoughts were thank thank the good lord like he 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 stayed on one track like one he kind of told the story linear. in this linear fashion mm -hmm. which i love my dad to death we jump all over the place like you and i do when we talk so i'm like okay well, let's see where this is going to go i knew it was going to be awesome and what what it was funny is he goes to me he goes dude some of that stuff i forgot i even did He's like, it was so long ago. Right. And and the cool part about talking with him afterwards is, like, he got a lot out of it. Like, he said to me, I've had so many people reaching out to me and saying, like, I didn't know that about you. Or I had I had no idea you did X, Y, Z. Or, and he's like, I forgot some of the cool stuff I've done. And he's like, he, to me, it felt like, like it clicked with him why we are doing this mm -hmm. and the value of what we are doing, like telling stories, engaging with people, like having these conversations. I said, Dude, Letting others tell their stories yeah. too. Yeah. It's I'm like, you know, I'm like, it's a documentary of what was going like right now. We're looking at 2022. Like where was cold? Where was my thought process at in, in March? And if 2022, right? 20 years later, I can go back and go like, I wonder what was going on in my head. That's so neat. And he he like clung on to that. He thought that was unbelievable. So I mean my my raw reaction was super proud of him for were I mean I was gonna be proud either way, but 
I thought it was uh it was cool to see him texting me and calling me afterwards and be like, dude, this is I'm getting so much good feedback and I'm, I'm He didn't fumble the bag. No, he did not. He, he did a good job there. <laughs> Introduce yeah. yourself. Ah, nah, he, he crushed it. Thanks again, Mr. Hazenfield, for coming on. Thank you. And doing episode number 50, man. Crazy that we're already that far along, man. And we, we get better each and every episode. I feel like it. Yeah. I feel better each and every episode. Oh, it's not only a feeling, it's a fact, man. Dude, it's a vibe. It is a vibe. That's what we're trying to create here. One other thing that I wanted to piggyback onto when you were mentioning, like, you know, you get to look back 20 years from now and kind of see, you know, what was going through my mind or where was I? And that same thought process has really resonated with me over the past six months or so too. And that's why you see me documenting all my fitness goals and stuff. I mean, look, there's a million people out there (laughs) doing the same darn thing, but I'm focused on me. Mm -hmm. You know, that's going to come off to some as very uh, narcissistic, but we we all have a level of narcissism. But point being, like, I get to see, you know, where was I at the beginning of 2022 and where am I going to end up at the end of 2022? And then again, you know, a couple of years from now, I can really look back and see how my life has changed, the good, the bad, the ugly, and so on and so forth. So it's really cool to document. And it doesn't have to be fitness. It can be anything. Mm -hmm. It could be you riding your horses, Cole, or spending time with your family. I mean, there's certain things you probably don't want to put out there online, uh-huh. but it's just really cool to kind of have a digital copy and go through memory lane and Dude, also kind of critique your, your life to some extent too. You or you can check yourself. I mean, right? Like you can go, man, I was saying this shit and I didn't do any of it or I was saying this stuff and I did some of it, right? Mm-hmm. Um, it's almost like a, a digital, it is a digital journal. And I, I kind of like that you pointed out, this is a thought I've had recently you're speaking about like narcissism and i've given that and i'll tell you why i've given that a lot of thought lately you're calling get, me out are we turning this no, into a intervention no. hayden you gotta get your act together hey, hey, hey jimmy i actually want you to come around and sit down <laughs> uh, me and jimmy had a meeting off air no i we've talked about this but we all struggle with like knowing it this is this is the eternal struggle of every human being out there that whether they're in a good place, bad place, moving forward, moving backwards, staying in one spot, we struggle with like the balance of priorities and the balance of like how much time do we put into each activity or how much time do we put into ourselves, our own well being. You know, when you get older, you think back to, um, and this is something like I've really been thinking about a lot lately, especially with my daughters and how I feel things are going on this relationship, you know, with unscripted and how good I feel about it and how much of a rhythm we're getting into. And I think about this stuff and most of it's probably driven by the fact that I do have a lot of things going on in my life that I have to be super conscious of it. Yep. And so what I've been thinking about lately, I've been talking around it, but what I've been thinking about is you go back, you know, to when you're younger and you're able to prioritize things that are important to you or that you want to do simply out of, the situation you're in. When you're a young kid, you don't have a lot of responsibilities. You don't have a lot of things going on. And as you get older and older and older, what bogs a lot of us down or holds a lot of us back and becomes a negative part of our lives is that we get, you know, we, we get more responsibilities. We have more options, right? We've talked about technology providing options. We've talked about all these different options in our lives to go left or right or straight or back. And, What's interesting is finding 
you know, lately I've been trying to ask myself, what's the difference between be what's the difference between being a good narcissist and what's the difference between being a negative or bad narcissist? The question, what I mean by that is, when is it good for me to focus specifically on what I need, and when is that a positive, and when is it a negative? Right, like. So let's say it's uh, I wake up in the morning and I know that's what's best for me is to go exercise and work out. And that's going to trickle down to the rest of my family. But let's say I go to the afternoon and I have a choice between helping my wife out with stuff or I just feel like I want to go golf and I choose to go golf. That's me being like – that's in my opinion, that's not being, being – that's me being a bad husband and being a negative narcissist. But in the morning, that positive – that positive narcissism is focus on yourself, focus on what you need. And so I've been thinking a lot about that and how do I plug in things in my life that people might call narcissism but are also really, really good for me. Yeah, I think you're uh, touching on uh, just taking care of yourself too. I mean, we're human beings. We're wired to be selfish creatures. I don't care who you are. Mm-hmm. You have to take time to be selfish and work on yourself. I know that can be a struggle for some people. Don't get me wrong. It's really awesome to be selfless mm-hmm. and kind of help others, especially if you've got a family or a partner or you know whatever it might be. It, it's good to help out others in your life. But there are points in time, again, very nuanced or situational, where you need to take a step back and recognize, okay, am I carving out enough time for myself Mm -hmm. or am I giving too much of my energy to so-and-so and and it's kind of depleting my energy levels again to each their own. It's Uh very nuanced. And another thing that I wanted to kind of add on to, and I thought you were going to maybe take us down this path, but this is perfect is, you know, why do you guys want to keep pushing your podcast out there? Why are you guys, you know, filming, you know, whatever content it is that you're putting out into the world. And the way that I look at it, and I'm kind of taking some of this from Dan Fleischman. Sorry if I mispronounced your name. He was on the Impulsive podcast, uh, one of the top podcasts in the world, uh, soon to be unscripted someday soon. I think we told him we were booked up. <laughs> <laughs> but anyhow, I, I really liked what his message was. And it was around the fact that, you know, I could choose to not post anything out there and there's nothing wrong with that but at the same time i see more benefit in posting stuff out there and allowing people to see the good in that and having people go out there and try to do that themselves you know i want billy and timmy to go have their own podcast and compete with us that's gonna allow us to elevate our game Mm -hmm. or i want you know Susie and joanne to to sit down and start a podcast themselves again Point being, people like to kind of copy what they're inspired by or what they see and make it their own. And that's the cool thing. So if there weren't people doing this, again, you want to know kind of how to do things. And you and I don't know what we're doing from time to time. And that's all right. I, I think what are you it's, talking about? <laughs> <laughs> we're not going to act like we know everything. We never we never have said that we, we know everything. We never will. But the thing that's cool is we're going out there and doing what we think is best for ourselves. And we also think it's going to help people along the way. So I wanted to sprinkle that in as well. Well, it just sounds like you're talking about an intentionality too. Mm-hmm. Like it's just the, what's the intention behind it? Yep. Right. And, um, if it's a positive, if there's an intention that's not, you know, that's, 
you know, it's it's also like gray area. Like, what's a good intention? What's a bad intention between behind posting stuff or anything like that? And there's always going to be haters out yeah. there too. Yeah, but we get so many of them these days. Dude, it's crazy. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, I think ultimately, though. By the way, I'm gonna be that person that's uh, putting my shoes in the or my feet in the shoes of the listeners. I can keep hearing you chew your gum. Can you? Yeah. Do I have to take it out? You might have to take it out. Yeah, I'm so, calling you out live, man. Where should I put it? Because it's just like just put it behind my just arm. just gut it. I'm just gonna I'm gonna just start gut it. Hey Jimmy, do you have a piece of paper for me? Yeah, I got a piece of paper for okay, you. Dude, hook me up. But uh, something else that I wanted to just check in on because you were telling me a little bit about. Yeah, I want to know more about what's going on with Ava and horseback riding. Oh, I know there was so a big just, event the other week. Just wait, just wait to hear this. So. I'm, oh, oh that's here we even go. worse, dude. Here we go. <laughs> the crinkle, Sorry. Jimmy. We're gonna need you to edit that. Sorry, out. We're, we're breaking up. <laughs> uh, so, Ava and horseback riding. So, I last thing I'll say about what you said before, and then I'm gonna dive into this because I'm getting really hyped. Okay. Um, I I think the message you were getting across comes back to just att- intentionality. What's your intention behind doing something? And for us, again. I'm going to tie this into my experience last night. Then we get into horses because I was so last night, listeners, whoever was at the Keith Urban concert at Riverbend, shout out a badass, unbelievable concert, unbelievable venue. But the experience is just super fun. I was telling Hayden, it was my first concert experience that I did. I went to sober. I went to without any alcohol or I mean, I had a couple cigars while I was there, but I I, I was like, oh, this, I'm gonna, it's going to be a different experience, right? I, last time I went there, I was I was pretty pretty sloshed. Okay, so you're seeing it from drunk goggles and and kind of running all over the place and trying to pick up chicks to go in with your wife. And I've been to concerts that were there before, but going with my wife now, not having any drinks, got a couple cigars in my pockets, like I'm ready to go. And we were down out on the lawn, and it was uh, it was just so so cool seeing. You know, Keith Urban's a big name. Everybody knows Keith Urban. I mean, he's he sells out arenas. The dude's a, a multi, multi, multi mega millionaire, mega superstar, okay? And you, like, forget why he, like, you know he's good. Mm-hmm. But when you go see somebody in concert that's putting on a show, like, in action, just watching how he... How he played the guitars, how he worked the audience. Um, he introduced his different band members, and they could all, they all had like unbelievable pipes and were just like over the top talent, uber talented. Pipes? Like singing. They were unbelievable uh, singers. Singers and, yeah. and these different, like, I mean, like things I've never even heard of. But what, what I said to her when we left the concert, which was kind of ties into why we post the stuff we do and why we're doing this is. This guy's an entertainer, and entertainers are there to create like an atmosphere where people can get together. You can go on dates, you can go with friends, you can like get together in a group and enjoy and have like doesn't matter how your day was going at work this past week, doesn't matter how shitty of news you got before you walked in. When you get there, they're there to entertain you and get you outside of your head for a little bit. Yeah, it's right? an escape from it's, reality. It's an for escape, some. but it is. It, it, well, it's just it's something to go and enjoy. Get your like, get your happy vibe. You know, have the good, good, good feelings. And I thought that was super cool because it just made me look at things from a different perspective. Entertainers are really doing all of us a really big service. 
And so you tie it back to what we're doing in Unscripted. You're gassing us up. Are you basically calling us entertainers? Uh, we are entertainers. <laughs> yeah, to we're some, here, well, to some we're extent. Here to, we're no, here to you entertain. Know what? F that, yeah. You're, we're here, right. we're here right. to entertain. You're right. Go we're ahead. here to give people good vibes and make people feel good. To give them something to listen to, to engage with, to get out of their own world for two seconds and say, hey... Other people are feeling the way I'm feeling. Other people are having the struggles I'm having. Other people feel great or bad or this or that. And I was like, man, this this guy is actually providing a really valuable, irre- uh, irreplaceable service to, to the community. Now, that could be like debated and this and that, but it was just really, really Anything cool. can be debated. Yeah, but it was just like, to me, in my eyes, that is such a, an important, important thing that we get out of entertainers like that, that they're providing us, and we forget that that's their job. Like, it, he might look like he's having a great, and he probably is, he's having a great time. He's doing what he loves, but he's doing that night in and night out, and he's performing those. The guy's got plenty of money. A lot of why he's doing that is because he knows he's got fans out there that come and see him and listen to his music and feel better and feel happier, and that's huge. So, a shout out to Keith Urban. Can't wait to have you on the show. Um, I know it'll be coming up hopefully in the next year or so. We'll get you on here. It's some scheduling issues, but we'll get it worked out after your tour's over. But um, anyway, that's just something I wanted to get out there. I felt, and of course, like I, I had the dude. I had the black and milds. Anybody here that's ever smoked the black and mild? Like I've heard they're super cheap and they're super smooth. I'm not saying you should all go smoke cigars or cigarettes, but I'll tell you, if you're going to go to a Keith Urban concert, get yourself a black and mild wine wood tip. And you can't go wrong. Do you think cigars are healthier than cigarettes? They're not. No, they get like they like apparently like one cigar is like the equivalent of like eight or nine cigarettes. Seriously, I had no idea. I yeah, was just like they're way there. worse for yeah. you. When I smoked a couple of cigars back in the day, like yeah, I was never a big fan of cigars, and yeah, I had tried a cigarette or two. Dude, this I used to 10, achieve, 10 plus years ago. Dude, you used to get you, you four or five beers deep. There was nothing better than a cigarette. Oh yeah, no, that, <laughs> uh, yeah. Yeah, we're Come gonna on. we're gonna change topics quickly. <laughs> um, we're, we're pivoting. Um, so yeah, tell me more that, about a- Ava. Now I got that out of my system. I know you wanted well, to share that. I've got some really good news. So I'm gonna I fill everybody up in on the update for the horse stuff. So Gracie Ava's horse is about 20 years old. Gracie Ava's horse died last week. Oh my Cole, god! Stop. Cole sat on. <laughs> I would be so devastated because that was my horse. I got to sprinkle our humor we in had, a little bit We would have had to cancel. We would have had to cancel, dude. We would have had to do an RIP. Can we have three seconds of silence for Cole's horse, Ava's horse? I'm kidding. All right. Go ahead. Um, rest in peace. No, I'm just kidding. So about two weeks ago, we had our first, we're going into our four, first horse show. Ava's first dressage show, just a beginner show. What's it called? What it's you? called dressage. How, how do you say that? Dressage. Dressage with a D? D. It's dressage. It's D R E S S A G E. Okay, it sounds dressage. like dressage. It's like a whatever. The- super super cool equestrian stuff, and we're gonna have her trainer Jody on here. Jody, shout out because she is. I mean, she's going to the Olympics. Okay, so she's yeah, unbelievable. Very yeah. impressive. So wow. she's doing it her whole life. But anyway, so about two and a half weeks ago, two weeks ago. We're getting ready for the show, and we're getting all the stuff ordered, and we're getting all prepared, and we're doing like these tests and stuff. And of course, you know me, I'm like, my daughter's not going to go there unprepared. Like she's going to go there. Like we we have this routine, we've got to memorize. So we're going like every night. Like I'm meeting her there after work. We're going and practicing it. Well, Grace is older, and she's had a little bit. It's called lameness. So lameness is think of it like you sprained an ankle, mm. and it's really sore. 
That's like that for a horse. They've got or arthritis would be a better comparison. They've got arthritis or an arthritic joint. So she's limping. And so Jody goes, Well, if she's limping too bad during the show We'll have to take her out back. <laughs> no, she said they won't let her show. Yeah. They'll tell her to stop. Right. So of course my my thoughts going like Ava's gonna be out of here like all dressed up, the cutest thing ever, like all this all outfit, and they're and she's gonna get out there and the judges are gonna say, Sorry, your horse like and Ava, I'm glad she doesn't listen to this. She thinks her horse is the most athletic, the most in shape, the fastest, the best jumper. Like she thinks her horse could literally gotten like you know, she's a kid. Yeah. She has every right but to she, think it's that It's so way. precious because it's like she thinks she, that much of her horse, right. which her horse is phenomenal. She's just older. Yeah. So for her to have somebody tell her, my 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 alarms, your horse is like lame and you can't like, you've got to stop on the show. Like I'm like, that would devastate her. Like, so I'm, we're, we're doing everything we can to get this horse ready. We're doing like this, this lotion you rub on their legs. We're doing like a, like icy hot kind of arthritic cream on her legs. We've got these tablets we're giving her. They're like uh, uh, like uh, anti-inflammatory pills. And she goes to the show, and Ava gets first place in one of her events. Wow. And fifth place in another one, which in the fifth place, I'm not just saying this with her dad, she was within 5% of first place. So you get like a percentage of how much you did right on this test. She got like a 65% and first place got like a 71%. Oh, okay. So it was a very small gap. And she was the youngest there. But so like, they give it like points for like things they do with the horse? Yeah, Is that how that works? Yeah. Okay. So like they do these different things and they have different things. They grade them on and gotcha. they add it all up and give it a percentage. Yeah. Um, so she did just amazing. The whole, whole weekend was over the top fun. And even better news falling that. So like, okay, we got through it. Crazy, but she, she still got a limp. She still got issues. So I called the vet and I said... Uh, after talking a lot, doing a lot of research, right? Do your research. Do a lot of research. Talk to people, and uh, was told, "Hey, you know." I said, "What can we do to make this horse sound?" Which sound meaning get rid of her lameness or soreness, so she can move more smoothly, so she feels better, she'll ride better, everybody's happy. He's mm-hmm. like, "Well, you know, here's what I'd recommend, and I can get out there Tuesday." So he was out this past Tuesday. Mm. Met me out there Tuesday afternoon. Uh, did a couple injections, um, took some blood work, did some stuff. We went out for horseback. Uh, for, so she had to take three days of rest after this. We went out today. This horse was like she was 10 years old again. She was moving normally, like, I mean, smooth as you can get. I'm telling you, like, such a, such a, such a, such a blessing. So overall, the horse update for everybody listening and for you, Hayden, is that. Um, Ava's horse is looking really good. We got the medical help she need after doing a lot of research and talking to a lot of experts and, uh, we're on to bigger and better things. Heck yeah. Congrats to Ava. I know she doesn't listen to this, but someday maybe. Yeah. Um, shout out. Ava's. So how, how old is the horse then? 20. What so, is the average lifespan of a horse? It just depends on the type of horse. Yeah. So it depends on like, and don't dude, I'm not, don't like quote me on this stuff. Cause like I know a little bit and I'm still learning, but. You know a hell of a lot more than I do. Yeah, so it's like equated to like dogs, right? Like every dog breed is going to have a different lifespan, right? Sure. It's like horses are like that too. So you've got. I mean, like, like could could a horse live to fifty? Like I know nothing about. I it. don't think that old. Okay. But you can get to like 35, oh, okay. 36 years old. Because when you mentioned it was like the horse was ten years old, I'm like, oh wow, that seems pretty old. And I guess my mind goes to like. The Kentucky Derby, like those horses are only like a couple oh, of years yeah. old, right? Yeah, yeah. Well, those horses are like 
like the, the so the Kentucky Derby, they have to be a four year old to run. Okay, but two year old is like when they start racing them. Like that's when you can kind of put a saddle on their back. Gotcha. Um, but those horses are like, I mean, those horses are super young. So right, and different type of you know event and stuff. Different types yeah. of like needs, but yeah. Yeah. uh, I typically like twenty year Gracie's like twenty or twenty one, mm-hmm. and she can live you know till she's thirty or thirty five. Okay, but she's she's an older horse, like yeah. to yeah. be ridden and moved around and stuff. Um, she's still on the upper echelon of, of an older animal, so she just needs more help. The other thing that I wanted to ask you about, and we were exchanging some messages the other weekend when you were giving me updates on the event. Do you think this is the most expensive sport? Um, it's got to be up there. sure feels like it. <laughs> yeah. It sure, sure feels and like what, it. What do you officially call this sport, by the way? Uh, it's like equestrian. War. It's I would just call it like equestrian. like Equestrian. Yeah, yeah just okay. equestrian. Like, yeah. Um, I would say like... Yeah, it's yeah. it's got to be up there, right? Yeah. Maybe uh, people should let us know in the comments what like, the most expensive sport is. I, and also, it's all relative. It is. But I would say like... The, I mean, if you have to go fund the horse, that the, sounds like it's going to be thousands or tens of yeah, thousands just like, of dollars. Just like the up, the maintenance for yeah. a horse and alone. Yeah. Then the like, like, like for Gracie, like the vet bills, like having the vet come out, they're like that shit ain't cheap. Like, right. It's worth it. Like yeah. seeing her, seeing her today, like worth every single penny. Like this horse was like, it was like she was brand new almost, but. Yeah, I mean, I would say it's a, it's definitely not for uh, people that are shy about spending money. <laughs> Is there any sport that you would be hesitant to let Ava do? Yes, no. or pay or pay for? I was hoping you would say yes, so we could get into some hot takes. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, not really. Like, you know, I don't. Do I want my daughter to go be a football player? Like, no. Yeah, but I mean. Yeah, I mean, yeah, no, that football. Let's take the conversation football, there. Actually, there Speaking yeah. of football, because you were a football player. I played one year in grade school, which means jack shit. I do not like getting hit. Do you think football will be the sport it was, or what it is today, 20 years from now? I'll answer my own question. I'd say no. I don't think football is going to be... It will probably be around. I think there's going to be advanced technology, so maybe safer helmets, pads. But I still think there's a lot to be said about what's going on up here and you're slowly starting to see that not to you know push some type of agenda but like i would be very concerned if i had a kid that wanted to get into a heavily contact sport such as football and you're always hitting your head well i think uh i think the question is yeah so i would ask like what aspects i do i do think football will always be like football as a generalization, and I, I'm I'm saying that with air quotes, yeah. Sure. But I do I think football will look like it does now in 20 years? No, because the I, answer to that question, or 20 years, you know, I can't spit it out. Rewind back to early 2000s. Someone asked that question 20 years from now. Do you think football would be the same? They probably say no, and it it isn't right. Right. Yeah. It, I think. Uh, I think it's going to be interesting what it looks like. I mean, I can't ever see it going away, but the the awareness is what's really driven the change, mm-hmm. and also the ability to like to study, you know, brain injuries. Like mm-hmm. that's why it's been changing, right? Um, so I would say, like, I think it's going to change. You know, a, a sport that I don't see changing 
Let's flip the script on you. I think football will change. I think it'll still be around. Um, I don't. I don't know if it's stu- it's going to be the same overall. I don't think it will be, but I don't know. I couldn't predict how it would change because how are you going to eliminate those collisions? I mean, it's it's better it's better helmet technology is probably better better stuff, you know. But I don't. But a, a person with just logical thinking. The amount of times your head is constantly crazy. These people got to be having issues, whether it's, you know, five years, a year, 20 years, 25 years. You get the point. There's got to be some type of, you know, implication on your brain. It's like the most, I mean, horseback riding is dangerous, but I mean, I, I won't even compare the two. No, nor should you. I mean, but I'm saying like you're riding a thousand pound animal and yes, you could fall off. Yes, you get kicked. Sure. But I'm like, did you play football? You're just like running into people at full speed. Well, the analogy that a lot of people say is like, it's like you're constantly getting into a car accident. Like over and over and over again. Right. That's wild. Terrible. Yeah. It's not good for you. <laughs> it's like, it's not good for you. It's I pro- mean, I'm, I'm going sure to I- gas you up. I mean, you were a stud back in high school and I mean, you took a beating and that's oh. part of the reason why your career ended, right? Yeah. That's why a lot of people's career ends because the, just the wear and tear on your body. Did the, uh, the amount of times I came up from hits barely knowing my name. Dude, that's messed up, man. Yeah, there was one game where like I, I came out with a concussion and I didn't remember I remember starting the game, don't remember getting on the bus, I don't remember getting home. Yikes. I was out for a couple of weeks. That's bad. And I remember that my my if you if my high school coaches are listening to this, you guys were real assholes about that. I think coaches in general, they were. They were totally. Dude, it was like. Don't open up a can of worms, man. <laughs> I hope they hear me. That's not a can of worms. You know, I think um, think there's a, lot, there's a lot of things that happen in high school sports that aren't translated to, like, to actually, like, taking care of the players. That's a totally different topic. Um, I mean, look, real quick, though, high school for us was. Ten years, yeah, ago. right, and a lot has changed in those ten years. Yeah. I mean, we're still relatively young, but yeah, every year there's new, new regulations right. and law. I mean, so even I, like, I guess I'm I'm like trying to speak up for your coaches, which I don't know why, but like I guess who who knows what the rules you need to and say regulations. You don't need are. water, okay? Okay, yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's that's all. <laughs> <laughs> I mean. You know, hindsight's twenty twenty. I don't hold it against him. But. Is he breathing? Yeah, send him back out there. Yeah, dude, you don't need water. It's like it's 109 <laughs> degrees in the turf. Like, yeah, I, I definitely need water. But um, no, I think that'll change. I think uh, I think football is the most dangerous sport. And now people could say all sorts of things. But I think if you just look at like the physicality of a sport like that, you really can't compare it to any other sport. Right. Well, I don't think you basketball- can compare it to... In the sense of how gruesome the sport can be, maybe that's not the right word, like MMA or UFC. Like oh, that, yeah. That's just that, that's crazy. I've actually started to gain a little bit of interest in some of that, but the thing is, like, it's modern-day like gladiators that are just <laughs> going in there, and like Dude. you know that you could literally kill another person, and I think you're, you want to get nuts. in any trouble if you you accidentally killed someone because of, you know, a punch or a kick. You bring up a good point. I wasn't even thinking about MMA. Those dudes are nuts. Yeah. You're, you're going in there just literally trying to kill Dude, the these other guys person. train all year for like yeah. a, a one or two fights right. and they get in there and they literally like, I mean, so, so here's a hypothetical. Yeah. Would you rather, would you, yeah. Would you rather 
have a pretty peaceful life, uh, not make a ton of money, and these are very vague statements, or would you rather be the number one UFC or MMA fighter making $100 million uh, within 10 years, but in year 11, you don't remember your name, you start to have like Parkinson's, like I'm kind of framing this up to the point where you're going to side with, well, I, I don't want yeah, this. You're kind of giving me the answer. Yeah. <laughs> so basically you're saying, would I rather put my body at risk like that to make a lot of money or be, be living? Yeah. Would you rather be healthy or would you rather have all the money in the world and maybe not be so healthy? People would say, well, if I had all I'm the money in the world. That, I'm going to return that question. Would you rather take the risk? I'm going to ask a question myself. Would I rather take the risk of doing that, knowing that the outcome could be, I have a lot of money, but my health deteriorates faster or I work, you know, I make medium, you know, a median amount of money, mm-hmm. work my entire life, maybe at a job I don't love, but it takes, it pays the bills. Right. My answer would be probably C, none of the above. I'd rather do what I want to do. Um, you know, sure. but that's, you know, my, my way would be, I'm going to take option three and go my own way. But um, that's like a, it's a tough question. You know, I think, I don't know how you'd answer that because I think the biggest thing would be like, okay, if I've got enough money, can I then go put this beating on my body and then pay the pay the money to fix myself later? Right. The question is, but at what cost? Right. 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 Like, is that? But like, the, then the, then it comes like, okay. So my question, my answer would be like, okay, if I could, if I knew that I could have enough money to make sure I could rehabilitate myself, well, then it'd be a no brainer, right? Yeah. You would but take the, the thing money. is, is like, how do I know that? it's a hypothetical <laughs> right and like then it, it would all be a guessing game like yeah. maybe but um i don't know i i did muay thai for six months in college i don't know if i ever told you that I did muay thai at uh what is that like a combination st- of karate uh, and it's like standing kickboxing but it's uh it's with it's kickboxing with um it's hard to explain i mean it's been a long time yeah. i did it at jgmma over in uh, union township oh okay uh off of 75 i did it with circo Nice on cloud nine, <laughs> um, but that was really cool. Uh, I enjoyed the workout. I enjoyed it, but there wasn't that part of me that was like I really wanted. Like I, I, I remember I sparred with the guy that was on. He was on the what was that? The you, Ultimate Fighter, Ultimate Fighting. He he owns the gym. George oh. Gurgel. George Gurgel is his name. Look him up. Small. He's like five four five five. Dudes built like a freaking rock yeah and i remember the first time we got in this this uh we got in like the first like, class and we're all standing in the line he's like you guys are all pieces of shit just so you know and i'm gonna try to make fighters out of you but i'm sure you're all still gonna suck at the end and we're just like okay great and i remember like we'd start off with like 12 minutes 12 or like 12 to 15 minutes of jump rope just to warm up and then the first like four classes i went to because you go every night you paid a membership per month and you go as much as you want and literally, I remember, this is the worst part about it, I remember, is the shit. So you do shin blocks. So literally, you just stand there and kick each other and have to do shin blocks. And you were, you were, you had these shin guards that you could buy. But they're paper thin. Yeah, and he would make you take them off. So oh he's, like, he's, not gonna, he's like, you're not going to be able to wear them in a fight. Yeah. So he'd make you take them off, and literally, you just do shin box. So one of you kicked the other. Did anyone ever snap their shin? No, dude. It was so brutal. You do that for like... 
15 minutes, literally like till you could barely stand. Yeah. And then you'd have you shadow box. So shadow boxing, which is, you know, you're punching, throwing punches, dipping, sliding foot movement, but you're not boxing with anybody. Uh, And then he'd team you up. And I remember, dude, I remember this one time. I'll tell you the story. So this is one time, like, uh, we're doing this. We, it's like, I'm probably two months into this. We got, we're like getting partnered up and everybody partners up with somebody and I get partnered up with this girl. And this is where I learned the okay, yeah, she was in the class. And I'm like, all right, here's I'm like this I've is I've got nothing wrong with a girl no, wanting is, to do it, is, but like partnering this is where up my, seems this is where my misogynistics, you know, male men are stronger and better than women. Not I didn't always say that, but like that physicality, like I don't want to hit a girl. Yeah. She started beating the shit out of me. Cause I'm like, I don't want to hit her, right? I, I was about to I'm say like, part of it was probably because you didn't yeah, want dude, to. But she her. was unloading on me, dude. Right. And like, she I, was hurting you. Dude, I'm like, yeah. And you're like, like oh, but I I don't want to strike dude, back. And then I, I started unloading on her and she took it. Yeah, dude. She was literally Dude, I would have I would have said like I need a different partner. No, I'm dude, not doing this. She was she was she you know, I wasn't gonna be that guy. She was in the class. We had helmets on. <laughs> what do you mean you weren't gonna be that guy? You dude. literally were beating <laughs> a dude, she was another she was, I'm she was, just gonna stop right dude, there. She was kicking my ass. We're okay? gonna get a lot of chirps about dude, this episode that was, with this. There's but. nothing wrong with this. she it was it was a class setting. We were sparring. And again, I was like and I and I even looked to George. I'm like, when I, we first got some part up, and I'm like, I don't Dude, I see lawsuit looks, he, written all. No, you know what he says to me? He goes, he's literally. I remember him saying this. He's like, she's gonna, she's gonna kick the shit out of you. And I was like, oh, okay, dude. Like, whatever. Like, can I please have somebody else, dude? Maybe that was a power trip by this George guy. Like, because he kind of knew that you know you probably weren't gonna do anything too bad in response, well, and no, he wanted just, to just see. It just, you everybody's just... partnered up. She got partnered up with somebody else later, and I watched her kick the shit out of this dude too. Like it was. Dude, I mean, look at these. There's women MMA fighters I'd never want to get in the ring with. They beat the living. Oh people. yeah, without so, a doubt. But so still, it was. Dude, I'll just say this: like, what were we actually beating the shit out of each other? No, was we were we we weren't allowed to hit in the face, but we were kicking. You're making blocking. contact with yeah. one another. Yeah, yeah, dude. I don't. I don't feel one bit of regret for doing that. Like, we didn't walk away with bruises, but I'll tell you right now, she was a way better fighter than I was. Like she, like he, he knew what he was doing when we and got partnered folks, up. Her name was Ronda Rousey, dude. I'm telling you, I thought so. I'm like, this. What am I in for? It's like, dude, talk about checking your ego at the door. How crazy would that have been if it was Ronda Rousey? Dude, I would not want to fight her. Like, I think I'm awesome. I think I'm tough. No, I hear you. But sure. well, it's all about technique too. Like, you could think you're the best fighter in the world, but you get in with like somebody that's got the right technique. And like, dude, throwing haymakers ain't gonna do it. But that's a really fascinating point. I, I've dealt with this too. Like, you have to have that mindset though, where you think you are the best. And it go, it goes back to like that narcissism, mm-hmm. and and recognizing though at the at the same time though maybe you aren't the best. But like the moment you you start to think that you're not the best, that's where there's a you know a crack in the armor. Yeah. And again, again, it's very situational. <laughs> but like, yeah, if. I know what you're saying. I remember, like, like we, I think I've thrown this out there before. There are so many NBA players that go to NBA uh, that get interviewed and thinking that, oh, I'm the best player in the world. It's like, do you really think they, in their mind, think they're the best player in the world? But you and I sitting on the couch, no, they're not the best player in the world. Right. It's but everyone mentality. has that mentality. It's a mentality. Like, yeah. I, I can tell you that it's funny because, like, you say that. And when I was doing it, I, I did think that I was going to be like, Cause I was really into it for a while. Cause it was like yeah. I was what I was doing. I was going like every, I was going like four or five nights a week. And I did think at one point like I 
And I still believe it. I still believe I could have gone like professional MMA, but it's because it's all about the amount of work you put in. Like you could, I, I thought I was really good. I knew I could get better. That's just, that's, but that's one of those things too. Well, I'll say like, until you put a lot of work in to get there, you got to know you're not the best. Like these NBA players, they've gotten to the NBA. They've worked that hard. When you start something out, you're just not going to be the best no matter what. But you, but you can work to getting the best. Like that mindset. Like you go into something like I'm. I'm there's no way I'm the best right now. But if I work hard enough and I want to put that dedication in, then I know I can be the best. That's the that's the mindset I'm talking about. Totally. Now, to wrap this up, do I think I'm the best podcaster? Yes, <laughs> I Absol- love it. Absolutely, I, I love it. There is a point when you're younger, I'd say, where there are much larger gaps of talent. When talking about sports. And the thing is, there are some people that just don't recognize that you still have to put in all the hard work, even if you have the talent today, because two or three years from now, the person that might not be quote unquote as talented is going to surpass you. And that's the thing that's really tough to teach kids. Oh yeah. It's so tough. Yeah. Cause they look at it. They're like, well, I, you know, I, you know, I, I just, either I got it or I don't. And it's, it's, a perce- like, it's a, yeah, it's a percept, not a perception thing. It's a perspective well, it's, thing. It's, and it's, being that wise. I can, it's that I can be the best. Right. Like, I can beat them, not because I'm better than them right now, but that I'll work harder than them. And I know I can work harder than that person. Like that person might be better than me right now, but give me some time. You got to have that humble confidence. Is yeah. What I like dude. to say, I look at everything. I don't know if you noticed this about me. You probably, you, I look at everything, and Amanda always gives me a hard time because I'll be like, I, I could do that professionally. She's like, no, you – she's like, you always say that. I'm like, but if I wanted to, like, I, I couldn't right now. That goes back to your mentality. I love it. I, yeah, if I, if I wanted to, yeah, I could do it. Yeah, I'll sit here today and say, I, if I wanted to be an MLB player, I could have become one. Do you think you can do the Murph in under 50? If I wanted to. <laughs> <laughs> I got him, folks. Cole has tried. He's tried a few times, and he's done a great job. Don't get me wrong. We're going to get, lo- get back into yeah. our, our schedules. haven't matched up the past few Fridays, but I've been putting real, in the work. Real quick, and I think some folks know, the last attempt Cole just oh was, was uh, to not... Uh, Dude, that, was, that wasn't even like... That was... That was an outlier. I felt so, like I was going to... F- I'm just calling you after your shit. Dude, I thought I was going to die. <laughs> yeah, he, folks, he... Uh, like, I was like the point where I'm like... You I'm, just need to make sure that you are putting enough sodium into your system before and afterwards as well. Well, but, I think I had a little bit of a bug, too. That was a little weird. Yeah. Point being, you can't just say, I can go out and do that. No, but I'm saying... <laughs> just, I, I'm saying... No, I know I'm being an ass. I hate you for that. <laughs> We got to have a little, right we have to have a little <laughs> fun. Back in. I don't care if I'm going on a trip tomorrow. <laughs> I'd kick your ass yeah. easily. Maybe six months from now, it could be a different story. Yeah, now he's now he's trying. Now he's just trying to. Now he's just trying to get under my skin. All right, folks. I think we uh, we call it uh, an episode for tonight. Uh, again, these are some of my favorite ones where it's just us having conversations. I mean, each and every one is us having conversations, but sometimes we have another. I like to see where the wind takes us sometimes. Mm -hmm. Folks, let us know in the comments what you want us to talk more about or things that we haven't talked about. We did send out a survey uh, earlier last week, got a little bit of feedback, um, and we continue to want to learn more so we can continue improving. And stay tuned. We do have, I think right now we've got three or four guests lined up for the next month and a half. They're going to be super, super cool stories. So just stay tuned, and we got a a lot of great stuff coming. God bless y'all. Have a great week. Bye.